in the year 2017. Two complete strangers with flex time on their hands meet at a Simpsons trivia night outside of Boston. Together with their powers, they created the Frosted Side Podcast. Their mission? These two hosts join forces with a guest to review an episode of their favorite cartoon, as well as a cereal chosen by the guests themselves, and eat it on air. Radical! Their mission as listener is simple. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Grab a seat in front of the TV, but not too close. And don't pick at the marshmallows, because here comes the frosted side with the Daves, Dave Morrison and Dave Lindquist. It's the frosted side news. Dave, we are here with another mini episode of the Frosty Side. Uh, frosty Side? The Frosted Side. It's uh, side. having a frosty time because I'm parked by my air conditioner here. Just peek by the curtain. We're actually recording this on the same day as a, another record. So it's going to be a mini episode here. But I thought it'd be a fun mm-hmm. thing. We could maybe go forward to this as a segment. I want to hit you with some. Wait, hear this. Nice AC audio there. Uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna drop some uh, cartoon and uh, serial news on Dave, kind of blindly here, and okay. get his reaction to it. Uh, Dave, maybe this could be a recurring segment going forward. Maybe we could do some more mini episodes. But you've probably seen some of these. Actually, one of the uh, cartoon ones I know you have. But mm-hmm. uh, just kind of get your take, and uh, you know, kind of rapid fire sort of thing. Any quick thoughts or whatever. So. Let's, so let's do walk it. through it. Uh, this is probably the biggest one popped up in the news a couple of days ago. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one, but Pat Carroll, uh, actress, yep. uh, comedic television actress for decades. I think she was 95 years old, mm. recently passed. She was the I voice of Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Um, yep. She's also the granny on the English dub of My Neighbor Totoro. I don't know if you're familiar with that. But I'm not familiar with the latter, but I'm definitely familiar with her role as Ursula in The Little it's Mermaid. Just I... like, I, yeah, iconic, like, Hayao Miyazaki movie, I think, mm. from the 80s. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. with kids now, like, big anime thing. Totoro, the character you see everywhere. Oh, she also oh, did... Oh, okay. Uh, she also did uh, one that's close to me, the uh, the Garfield Thanksgiving special. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that one. I do. The, the yeah. grandmother in that had like the saddest scene ever. I think I've ever seen. She was the voice in that, but like, yeah, what a talent on that. That oh, she was. She that's... was on Too Close for Comfort with the late Ted Knight on ABC in the last season. She was also the mother of Suzanne Summers in the short lived. She's the Sheriff syndicated program, which I think was voted the worst TV show in the history of television. But she was but, Ursula in The Little Mermaid. Yeah, big big loss, big talent. Like it's it's rare you see someone who's so good like in front of the camera and then like can do just as much with their voice. You know, we, we have so many of these like celebrity stunt casting ones. And then the other side of the things, these people who do like a million different voices. And she was just like awesome at both and will be missed. Uh, s- rapid fire here. Second thing. Uh, we were talking recently about reboots, man, the reboots have wrapped up. I just saw uh, Hanna Barbera is like sinking everything into it. 
uh, with, um, I, I think it's the uh, Cartoon Network. Powerpuff Girls are coming back. Oh, and, no way. Uh, yeah, they're bringing back uh, another show um, you might have missed. I think it was probably on about 10 years ago. It was uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. It was oh, kind yeah. of a kid kid sort of show, but a couple times I caught them like, ooh, this is really well done. But uh, I guess they're doing like a aged back toddler version of that. I'm like, oh, this could be good for my kids. And they remember, if it's similar to that first one, I remember that being well made. So cautious optimism on both fronts there. I don't Where know. Do you? Did you? Did you watch Powerpuff Girls at all? I did, believe it or not, vicariously, I just happened to catch an episode when I was at home from school yeah. one day. I know there were some girls in my high school that were really into Power Powerpuff Girls, and I was really confused because I thought, this is a kid's show, but apparently I talked to adults who are into it, which... It, you know, nothing surprises me nowadays, but when I was younger and I was trying to be more mature, the kids that were into Pokemon and Powerpuff Girls, I used to think, oh my God, do they have Arrested Development or what's going on here? Yeah. But yeah, no. Yeah, the, the no, little bit I caught seemed to have really sharp writing, good, again, good voice work. So yeah, it could be good. Yeah. And uh, this, this one was kind of like, oh, this is, uh, the other one I saw is, absolutely what i do not want and kind of what you were getting to about re reboots there's uh for the millionth time they're attempting a, a flintstones reboot coming up of course uh set about set about 20 years later so like pebbles is like out of college and living in the real world uh called bedrock and i th i think it said elizabeth banks is voicing her uh -huh. and they're gonna try and do i think fox is behind it so it's gonna try and be that like fox nighttime adult like simpsons family guy sort of vibe mm. to it like oh this it just sounds doing the fail to me I don't about you. Wait, no i i no i don't think he's directly involved in any way like no there was, was a, there like, was because there was talk he was going to do a, a flintstones movie sometime back oh really oh yeah i mean you could try to predict that see his name with it but yeah that sounds well, right this was in 2010 or something, and we yeah. all kind of predicted that he would uh, say something like Bedrock Obama, you know, because yeah. that's the you, you just know he's very paint by the numbers nowadays. Um, yeah. I haven't seen the Orville, so I know everybody raved about it and got good reviews, but I never, you know, I just never got around to seeing it. I mean, I'm not going to offend anybody who, who likes those shows, but. I, I just it's just too much every now and then, especially yeah. going back to the reboots, uh, DuckTales, when that rebooted a few years ago, I was going through the facts of the show and I had no idea. As a side note, David Tennant was the voice of Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, there are a lot of good voices on that cast, and I, I've watched a handful of those. And uh, I know we've mentioned it in passing on our DuckTales episode or whatever, but like that is a well done show. There's some good stuff there. There's there's an entire episode uh, that is like a parody of sorts of or tribute to the movie The Warriors. It's mm -hmm. it's really like out there sort of show. Like I'm I'm yeah generally kind of adverse to reboots, but yeah that that one sort of hit. Uh, but yeah this. Uh, this Flintstone sounds god awful to me. Well, it's it's just so difficult to do any reboot, especially if it's whether it's three years or three decades behind when the show premiered, because of you had a great idea, 
that work then? Is it going to work now? And how are you going to, you know, make it work for a younger generation? I suppose they tried that with the Flintstones uh, as kids because the Flintstones was never, as we know, intended to be a show for children. It was an adult. It was program. a sitcom. Well, it was an animated sitcom back in 1960. Mind you, they used to have ads on the program that advertise cigarettes. Huh? It tastes good like a cigarette should. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, no, so. They, yeah, absolutely. Da, da, no. da, 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 da. <laughs> With the characters right in it, yeah. Um, so get, along those lines. I was going to hit you with this one, but we kind of addressed it in our last episode. Uh, you said the Beavis and Butthead reboot seems successful so far? It seems successful so far. I know there's a lot of people that haven't gotten around to checking it out. Give it a chance. I know there's some people who are going to be like, yeah, it's just not the same. I get it. I've been there myself whenever I see a reboot. Family Guy, I think I mentioned that, and I'm in the vast minority on Family Guy coming back because it was just maybe a little too high energy from what I remember the the show being, which was subtle and brutal. But Beavis and Butthead, Mike Judge, they managed to make it work. And before you go poo-pooing, make sure you wait until an hour after you swim before you do it in the pool. So I, I actually wasn't aware it was even happening. It's like, I think it was just two months ago or so, they uh, they did like a sequel movie to, oh, I'm yep. forgetting the title. It was like the Beavis and Butthead do something. The universe. Right. And then the series seemed like it came out of nowhere. Like I heard about that movie a bit beforehand, but then like, oh, the show is back. So yeah, I'm excited to check that out. Uh, but that's about all I've got on I, the I... cartoon front. Well, let me give you a little bit of a uh, Beavis and Butthead to the universe. Yeah, please. It, it ties everything together. I know the show, as we mentioned in the last episode, it was rebooted twice, uh, one in, once in 2011, which if you go back, those episodes aren't so bad. But yeah, I can definitely see where it was probably not the right time for Mike Judge to bring it back. Now they've got all the characters in... You know, a different different realm and Beavis and Butthead in, in, in 2022 and beyond. And it's great to see them in today's day and age trying to survive because you think, oh, wow, with everything going on in comedy, can they make it? Can they have a show like Beavis and Butthead? Well, they managed to do it very, very well. And I, I'll give you some spoilers for casting. They had uh, oh, what's his name? Gary Cole. Gary Cole oh, uh, is yeah. one of the officers. Gary Cole, of course, from Office Space and Mike Brady and the, the Brady Bunch. And he was on the West Wing and Midnight Caller and many other films. And they had Tig Notaro in the film. She has a little uh, voice cameo as well. Uh, I would go ahead and check it out just to see what you think and uh, give us your review online. I liked I liked it. It was it was good. It's a good. It's not iconic, but it kind of reminds you of who they were. And yeah, I first saw Do the Universe. I, I was skeptical because I thought they were going to make a lot of Star Wars jokes or maybe you know something oh, yeah. science fiction. And I, I don't have anything against Star Wars jokes or anything like that. I mean, sometimes sci-fi humor 
can be a little uh, not my thing. You know, I, I like I, I'm like a 13 year old boy. I, I, I like things that are gross and disgusting and, and things that would get you fired from a job. You know, that's my type of humor. But <laughs> I, I, I was I was waiting with skepticism and then I watched and I had the devil's lettuce that uh, some 13 year old kid gave to me at, at a film <laughs> school free of charge. And I didn't call him a chicken or a turkey. I just went home, had some chamomile, and enjoyed Beavis and Butthead and Do the Universe. I won't spoil it. Like I said, it is good on its own merits. High or not. <laughs> uh, I will uh, make a point of making some time to watch, should that I ever have time. Uh, so serial news. You ready for some serial news? I'm afraid to hear this. So we, we let's go let's go with the like heaviest kind of like uh, one first and then work to some more fun stuff. So uh, Kellogg's just lost a legal challenge in the UK. Uh, you, apparently... you don't have to go any further. All you had to say was Kellogg's just lost and need not go any further. <laughs> but go on. Uh, so there, a law was passed there successfully, I guess, uh, banning, uh, like the buy one, get one offers on sugary cereals. Uh, I know there's been a real push there the last, I don't want to say decade or so against a lot of this stuff. Like, like you'd see against like cigarettes here 20 years ago or so. It's like, there was a cereal there that was, um, it's like Rice Krispies covered with like a frosting. I think it was called Ricicles that was just like taken off the market there at some point or another. And there's been like a real push to get the sugar out of there and just kind of another step in that direction, showing the government's kind of cracking down on it. Kellogg's attempted to fight back. I think their argument was, uh, oh, but milk makes it healthier and they're having it with milk. So technically this law shouldn't apply to us, but I guess that failed miserably. So, yeah. I have no sympathy for Kellogg's in anything that they are going through in the legal process because I have seen a good company go down the shitter over the past 30 years in terms of quality and treatment of employees. And because I am in a trade union myself, I stand in solidarity with some of the protests that uh, will happen again, and I stood in solidarity with the previous protesters uh, who were strikes too, I believe, right? Yeah, that, well, that's what I meant. Yeah, and uh, they put scabs on 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 the uh, assembly line, and that's why your products were less in quality. Of course, I think a lot of cereal cereal companies are doing this now. They're raising the prices and they're reducing the quantity of cereal in in the in the cereal aisle. They're doing this with just about every product. Kellogg's is doing this as well because Kellogg's also is uh, the parent company of Morningstar, which makes all the tofu wings. And you know, I have choices. I don't eat Morningstar, you know, unless I need to. But I've. Their yeah, I, their products, they're it's just they it's subpar. And I don't I don't know too. if it's uh it's not specific to Kellogg's, but I've noticed the green profiles in a lot of these cereals changing in recent years. Like a lot of stuff, 
uh, I think it's post now. It used to be Quaker. My former favorite cereal, O's, <laughs> went from like like uh, like a wheat graham flour to like a corn base, and like everything seems to be more moving to like corn or rice only. I don't know if it's like a cheaper grain than wheat or whatever, but like yeah, everything. Se- it seems like it's just like the quality of the ingredients going in is dipping and dipping. But um, well, it's because they have less of an assembly line to for, of people to work these products and with yeah. uh, the climate change going on especially here in new england as we speak you can hear the fan in the background in each and every one of our ends both dave and my we're, we're in a heat wave it's going to be i think the heat index is going to feel like 100 uh at the time of this recording and we barely see any rain right now and of course there's yep. horrible flooding going on in the Ohio Valley uh, and the Cumberland Gap of America. So this screws up crops. It messes up crop production. And that's another factor going into the quality of cereal and everything that we consume. <laughs> I, I don't and, know what uh, to say. Let's, let's, just, let's just go with levity. In, uh, in lighter news, falls approaching. And with fall, uh, one of my favorites, uh, moving away from Kellogg's to General Mills, Please. the uh, the monster cereals are apparently showing up back on shelves. Uh, new nice. box, de- new box designs this year with, um, oh God, I'm blanking on the uh, the artist who'll do like X's for eyes of his character. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Cause, K- K-A-W-S, I think is his name. Oh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Okay. But uh, then they're bringing back, uh, you've got your standards, your Frankenberry, Count Chocolate, and Blueberry. Sure. Uh, Yummy Mummy's another one that's been there in the past. But they're bringing back Fruit Brute, which they haven't sold what? in decades. So, yeah, Fruit Brute's back this year, so they're going to have four of them. Folks, I heard and, it first. Uh, yeah, and uh, another cool thing with them is I, I think it's a giveaway. I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work. Uh, they're doing toys which I don't think they're including them in the boxes. You have to like send away for them or there's a code or something for them to be shipped to you. But like, it's something we haven't really talked about a ton on this show is like, man, yeah, the toys used to come in cereal boxes and this is like a certainly a nostalgia thing. It's like, and it's it's little like action figures of you guys. Yeah. We can't choke on one of them. And your mom tells you not to do it because you'll get your, your awful hands in, in, in the cereal box and they'll, you know, your sister's wants to eat it as well. And maybe your mom wants to eat it or your dad. And yet you stuck your awful hands unsanitized, probably flicking a burger yeah. just there. And now everybody's going to have to eat. I mean, I, I remember wanting a toy and not even wanting to eat the cereal. It was effective marketing at the time. It's kind of funny seeing them come back like that. But uh, maybe it'll be effective marketing to 40 year old me. I hope so. And uh, I will check that out in the coming months. I know yeah, Nabisco is bringing back. I know Nabisco is bringing back pumpkin spice Oreos, but it has nothing to do with this program, unless it's pumpkin spice Oreo cereals. With uh, with the way the pandemic has messed with things, we've actually had a uh, guest in mind. We've been talking about doing these uh, General Mills monster cereal with for. I think this will be three years now. So uh, if we can rein him in, I uh, I won't uh, get into it. But someone's actually come up on the podcast a couple times before. So uh, I'll reach out to him. Maybe we can uh, connect on that. But uh, TV is his friend, right? Is What's TV, that? Is TV his yes, friend? Yes, yes. Yeah, It'll exactly. always be 
um i actually uh colleen green who does uh that song uh, t- uh the tv song she performed at little folk fest and oh, she cool. it as normally as she normally does and she actually uh, grew up in Dunchville where my mom taught <laughs> nice or my mom was a school psychologist so you go check out colleen green she kicks ass and does a great version of that song we know what you're talking about but the audience i don't think does uh so finally uh related to the fall cereal thing uh i've got we've got a new one debuting coming up that actually looks kind of fun uh kind of in the spirit of reboots there's a sequel to uh hocus pocus apparently in the works yep they've already wrapped filming yeah there's a uh hocus pocus 2 cereal coming from kellogg's that, Did you see the box art? It looks I, it, it looks better than something I've seen in a yeah. while. Like I, I love like the little like animation style on it. I mean, the cereal actually looks kind of decent, but like I, I love the look of the box. I'm like, I think I'm gonna pick one of these up. Like, who knows if it'll be any other one up? We gotta try this on kind the of one of the, yeah, one of the better looking novelty ones. Yeah, I've been wanting to try that. Episode. Have you seen, um, I haven't seen it on shelves yet. Uh, actually, Josh Pratt mentioned this to me recently, sent me a text. There's a uh, Applejack's Nickelodeon screen slime box out there. No, but so, I want that. I want that yeah. now. And I know we just got uh, on Kellogg's, but fuck it. If they make a good it, product, I'll, I'll give them my money. <laughs> if, 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 if I find it, I'll grab a couple of those. That one looked kind of fun. And then too. we'll try but, it on the program. I yeah. still have those Rice Krispie Treats frozen in my freezer, believe it or not. Those are the only things I forgot that uh, we we still had, or at least I still had, because I picked them up at your house, I remember, because yeah. I was going to work some trivia um, in Ashland, Massachusetts. By the way, if you're ever at the Ashland Ale House, uh, off 126 in Ashland every other Tuesday night. Sometimes you'll catch me hosting trivia, so uh, come on by. That's a little shameless plug. I, gr- I grew up on 126. I know you did, yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, it used to be a 99. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay, I remember that exact spot. Wow. Right right next to a, a police annex and a market basket. Not one of yep. the newer ones, but the older retro type with the uh, bookman font logo and uh, a light out you know on, like market basket but the a is out make it basket <laughs> mm. basket anyway so yeah no i was picking that up at your house and we were going to try that uh the cereal products uh marshmallow bars um going against my vegan diet for this program, for your entertainment. Right Long story to- short, none of them were great. I don't know what you thought about any, how much of those things you sampled, but I was like, all right, <laughs> I, I get why these are limited angry. time things. Dave, Dave, I'm going to be very brutal right now with you, and I'm going to be brutal with the folks listening. I was very angry when I tried it. My stomach was angry. My teeth were angry. My taste yeah. buds were angry. It was horrible. And I usually like to give favorable favorable reviews on this program. I think the few negative reviews we've given, at least I did, was um, maybe the Cocoa Puffs and the, I want to say the Blueberry. The, 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 the Sour Patch Kids. The Sour Patch Kids was, were, real, was like, another oh. one where, I, I oh, I wasn't brutal, but it, it wasn't the best. This These ones were just, woo, 
Yeah, stick it was to the high when they came up with was, that shit. Oh, oh my Almost Lord. universally across these, so... I'm, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I've still been thinking about how we can kind of retheme and go around that. And I think maybe if we stick to like one specific product and do like cinnamon toast crunch flavored things, because that's a good cereal. Well, like, so at least maybe they'll execute better than some of these other ones. Well, here's a little news for you. I don't know if you've seen this pop up on your feed, but cinnamon toast crunch and general mills, they now have a frosting cinnamon toast crunch with the, and the French toast crunch, I think is coming out soon. But don't quote me on the last one. Don't yeah, quote me on the latter. They have a uh, Dolce de Leche ver- version of the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which I, I yes. guess is maybe just more caramelly tasting. That might be my favorite cereal right now. And it's showed back up on shelves a few times. So it, it must be selling. But it's You know what you can do? Really you know, you, for, for people listening at home, and, and Dave, if you want to try this, you can make your own buttercream Cinnamon Toast Crunch frosting. All you need is some sugar, some vanilla extract, some plant-based butter, uh, a little bit of uh, powdered sugar, uh, and you you mix it together, some granulated sugar, and you take the cinnamon toast crunch, you grind them together in a mixer, and uh, then you get the dust, and then you mix it together until it becomes uh, your cinnamon toast crunch frosting. Uh, oh, tastes like I... diabetes. Damn! Is that why I'm losing my toe? No. <laughs> oh god. So that's it on the news front. And just thought we'd do a quick little one here. Maybe this becomes a recurring mini episode. Maybe it becomes a segment. I don't know what you thought, Dave. Just kind of oh, no, be no, no, fun no, no, blindsided no, about a... the stuff. Or... Oh no, 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 no. This ain't a recurring episode. I feel like my blood sugar is low because of all this cinnamon toast crunch <laughs> cereal now. that I made. This ain't a oh. recurring episode. I have to get this shit reversed. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, We've done our plugs on the last episode. I don't know if you want to throw them out there again, Dave. I I have no plugs. Okay. All right. Uh, I have anchovy for earplugs now because I don't want to do (laughs) drugs. No. All right. uh, You know, I'll throw out there. Buy our merch, T Public Frosted Side. You'll find it. Uh, t-shirts, throw it on a notebook. Honestly, I'm wearing the t- one of the t-shirts now and not to shoot ourselves in the foot, but man, this thing's fading fast. Like, get, get the non-t-shirt stuff, get the stickers and things like that. Cause ran this through a wash a few times and it's like peeling all over the place. Oh, Dave, you don't use the right starch. You don't use fabric Apparently. softener. Evidently, it depends on the cycle that you're actually using it on. <laughs> if you're putting it on warm which i i I don't know if you do sometimes or if you put it on heavy cotton that might be the reason you got to put it on permanent press or delicate nick Del. there we go yeah that's how cold cold gentle wash yeah cold gentle wash. this thing's thing's fading fast all right well like me oh uh (laughs) well well i'll bring you back to life Every other Tuesday night, I'll be at the Winter Circle in Salisbury, Massachusetts, and at the Frolic and Detour off 2A in Acton doing some five-minute stand-up. Check my website, Dave Morrison, for more details. Actually, I take that back. You don't want to check my website. You want to check my social media, J. David Morrison Funny on TikTok, Ah Yes Morrison on Instagram, and... Uh, just listen to this program uh, for more details. Other than that, I think you guys have all you need to make sure that you don't have low blood sugar or (laughs) 
go or high <laughs> or high yeah right all right frolic and detour in acton every other week and then the week after that i'll be at the winter circle in salisbury massachusetts check my instagram oh yes morrison as well as j david morrison funny on tiktok for more details i might even do a little dance we gotta do our own little frosted side tiktok oh i like that again with the ideas yeah yeah i mean we've been talking about doing something like that with like the youtube or something for a while we could definitely come up with some little videos here or there even even just shots of like yeah finding a random cereal in the store like oh look what i just found on the counter like watching a stupid cartoon yeah Mm. i kind of like the idea we'll talk and buy our merch, guys, tpublic.com. Type in the frosted sign. You'll see us here. Thanks. Bye. Bye.